hopefully that doesn't pick up the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> if it does, oh well. I can't help it sometimes. But um, yeah, so we're here for episode 55 because we've got a couple guests coming on that are going to need their episodes out soon, as in Andrew Smart, who will have been on by the time that you'll see this. He's fighting. As of recording, it is Friday the the 19th or the 20th, something like that. And he's coming on tomorrow, but he fights the 28th. Um, oh, so it'll be, it'll be the 20th because 21st tomorrow, seven days, 20. Yeah, yeah we worked it out. Uh, and then we've got Mayhem Brooks coming on, professional wrestler. Um, we've got to sort something out with Ginge as well because we had to reschedule because the, the door snapped and then we had to reschedule again because Ginge forgot. Um, so, <laughs> oh, so Ginge. We will, uh, we will get that sorted. Yeah, I was having a... He seems like he's going to be like a right laugh when he comes on because I was watching one of his fights in preparation for um, like the episode and whatnot and mm. they had like a post-fight interview after it. Uh, he's, he's fighting in Aberdeen, right? But I think he's fighting like a guy that's from Aberdeen or right. like, close to the area because like he brings quite a massive support Oh yeah, as well. Don't get me wrong, like Ginge and Aiden and all those guys get like a great support, just, you know, local and the people that train with him at the gym and stuff mm. like that, right? But uh, it was funny, the post-fight interview, he was like, uh, I'm fighting in Aberdeen, which is close to, uh, close to my home, and I'm getting booed, and you just hear this guy in the background go, boo, and he like, goes, yeah, yes, boo, you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, He's yeah. got a good sense of humour, I'll uh, give him that. Looking forward to He's it. always been like that. Mm-hmm. I met him, like, like first time I ever met him, like, it was like 2008 or some mm-hmm. shit, like a long time ago, mm-hmm. and he was always, always <laughs> been like that, always <laughs> been like that. So, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him, though, I was speaking to him on Twitter not long ago. Anyway, we are here to talk about uh, spirits, ghosts, paranormal stuff today. We were meant to do this last time, and then we kind of just segued into other things. Um, so I, I suppose when I was thinking about what we would start off on with this, and I don't like go too deep into it a lot of the time, I was just going to, I thought I would ask the question, do we believe in ghosts to believe uh, to begin with? But I think that question kind of answers itself to the fact that we're covering this topic in the first place. <laughs> yeah, well... It's one of them subjects that I think everybody wants to know mm-hmm. for real. I mean, like, so you get people that have said they've seen things, and yeah. then you get people that are like, oh, don't be stupid, there's no such thing. Yeah, it's very similar to the alien type stuff, isn't yeah, it? In terms 100%. of like, yeah. there's definitely some shit going on, man. Like, cause mm. it's, like my mum's my seen, seen some shit. Like, yeah, like my, in my granny's house, there's, um, there was, there was a, there was a ghost in there. And it was like an old guy that my mom knew from her childhood mm-hmm. and uh, I think he lived on the same street. And uh, she saw him a few times in her bedroom. She would, he would just stand at the end of the bed and laugh at her. Mm-hmm. Just laugh at her. Yeah. Like, so is this like someone that was perhaps like almost a, a bad figure or was it someone that was no, meant to be a friend? No, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know who the guy was. My mom obviously does. Mm-hmm. But he would stand at the end of the bed and laugh at her or something, she said, and she was always creepy. Yeah. And uh, my dad didn't believe her. Mm-hmm. And they were, I think it was like not long after they were going out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my dad's like, my dad's like sleeping and he wakes up and there's this dude at the end ah, of the fucking well. bed. Like, Jesus. my dad's like, what the fuck? He believed her. And then, and then we're in the house that we live in now. Mm-hmm. And my mum and dad were asleep. They used to be in my in the room I'm in. And um the door was open just a little bit. My dad woke up in the middle of the night, or it was my mum, I can't remember. 
and at the top of the stairs there was this woman like in the 1800s look you know with the how do you call them pennies or whatever aye, aye, I know what she you're was wearing the, mm-hmm. this old fucking and the she just stand the yeah she's just standing there right? mm-hmm. and then my, I think he tried to wake my mum up and then she was gone mm-hmm. but I think she's been seen more than once and there's been a lot of weird sh- fucking noises in my house that yeah. go on quite a lot have you ever like looked into the history of like when your house was made or what was maybe there before it and stuff like that? Uh, well, there's meant to be a cemetery, an old oh, cemetery yeah, no, around right. the city. And it's a palace as well, and it? Like, sort it of be, like a castle yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and I know it's a guy, um, I can't remember who it was, that was telling us a story. He lived in Sin City, and there was a, there was a ghost that used to be like being like next, stand next to his wardrobe mm-hmm. all the time. He would just be there all the time. Like every every night, I think almost. Fair to say that since it's still haunted, ghosts or no ghosts. I mean, like I've never like <laughs> listen. I've never seen anything. Mm-hmm. Never seen anything, but not my house. I've never ever seen anything. I've always kind of been skeptical. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah. A lot of people say, oh, if you don't want to see them, you won't see them. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you have, have to you be open minded to yeah. it to like actually kind of yeah. I yeah. suppose that's true in a sense, like. I was always like a massive skeptic of this kind of thing, yeah. you know, because you hear people talk about it and you like, it's kind of the same to the, the alien thing to an extent. There's people that will just bullshit and be like, Aye. you know, I've seen my entire family. Or, right, I was making them a cup of tea last night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like, oh, you're just either mental or just lying through your teeth. Um, and then lossy, it could be either or, you know what I mean? Aye. But uh, I think when I first started to kind of like open my mind up more to it, like I've the only time that I thought I might have seen something right is, is um I was it I was it a house in um uh, in Bucky right um and the the people that house we were at and that were like uh, oh someone's just came in through the door and you'll see who it is um so basically yeah, they had the kitchen lights on and the rest of the lights in the house were off right um so I went through to go like see who it was right and I seen someone nipping up the stairs I was like oh they must be going to the toilet or something right and then like an hour happened like no one came back down and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I was like I swear I seen someone like go up the stairs and whatnot and like like they went up and I, it was dark right so I guess your mind can't play tricks on you and that yeah. but like it was the most convinced I've ever been of seeing someone that wasn't there and then like they were right into like the whole spirits thing and that so the, the first thing that they had thought when i said like oh well that's funny because they were there and it's like oh well no it's a spirit of the, this person you know what i mean and i was like oh you know what i mean but um i suppose when i kind of came around to it again when i was older was um uh i'll leave names out of it because I, I don't like naming people that like i well, haven't asked in advance but um yeah uh someone that i worked with uh is quite into like spiritual stuff and that and uh for like my last day at the, the the fixed term contract that I was on, they were like, um, I'll I'll give you a, a tarot card. Have you ever heard of them? It's like yeah, the whole yeah. kind of medium, not, yeah, medium ish type stuff. It's yeah, not yeah. the whole, um, I can speak to people that from from your past life and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, you know, why not? You know, it was just like not working. Well, I was working, but not working that day. <laughs> you know, like it was kind of like the the last day of school. You didn't have to do any school yeah, work. You didn't do fuck all, yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah, why, why not? You know what I mean? Like, it'll be a laugh at least anyway. And um, the card, like, so basically, I'll explain the cards, right? You pick the cards, right? So you pick as many as you want, right? You pick a number in your head, you pick 
from wherever in the deck that you want. Right. And like if a card falls out, you've got to keep that one because it was meant by fate or whatever that, that right. card, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was kind of roll my eyes at all this type of stuff. <laughs> like, like, yeah, sure. But when I, you have to, so the first card you pick, the first one you put down, so on, so mm-hmm. on, to the last one's the last one. So I think I'll pick like five, six, something like that. And I was really, really like freaked out at how accurate it was. Because you, you think to yourself, this is all like luck and chance and stuff like that, picking yeah. from like a deck of what, 50, 52 cards. Mm-hmm. How, so it was talking about, so I was leaving that fixed term contract to go pursue this kind of year I'm having of, you know, continuing doing this, the documentaries and stuff like that. And like it was freedom, career change, process. It was like, yeah. like all that. And I suppose it was quite, um, convenient it was all positive but it just freaked me out how it was like like you know career change that's literally what's happening today yeah um so that freaked me out a bit but then she was like uh, i've got a crystal okay and i was like right and she was like you can ask it questions i'll give you the answer to it but it only gives you yes or no answers and i was like right okay how does how does that work then so she took the crystal out and she was like you've got a like hold it for a bit and put your energy into it because like a lot of people that believe in like spiritual stuff seem to have the kind of idea that it's all energies right so like uh crystals can contain souls from other people you know souls yeah, right yeah, that's yeah. what ghosts are or what they th- what people think they are anyway is like the soul so yeah, i suppose it is energy from someone if they are real uh so she, ha- she holds this thing for about like two minutes or something like that right and she like holds it at the top. There's like a, um, so it's on a chain, but at the top there's like a, like one of those metal like ball things mm-hmm. that's part of a chain. Like she holds it there. So I'm watching her hand constantly because, so she was like, this is what a yes answer looks like. And it starts spinning in her hand, like in a clockwise or anti-clockwise, whatever way I'm doing there. Um, and I'm looking to see if there's any like manipulation of like her like spinning it. And then she's like, this is what a no answer looks like. And then it starts kind of going back and forth like that so you don't have to like verbalize the question like you can think it and right. like the the thought process is, is it's energy will receive the energy that you think projecting from your mind um so i asked it a couple of questions right and it got everything right so i was like right okay maybe this is just complete coincidence she's like do you want to hold it and i was like okay okay because i was like thinking like if it's a fraud then it's not going to work for me because i've never held one of these things before and, and stuff like that yeah so I hold it. She was like, you know, hold it where I've been holding it. And I hold it still. And then I'm asking the questions again. And it's doing the same shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Do you know what I mean? And that, that proper... Freaked you. Just because I had no explanation for it. I was looking for like a mechanism where mm-hmm. it's maybe, like, you know what I mean? But And it was crazy that I didn't even have to say so and so and so. And it would give me an answer. Yeah. So it was obviously receiving something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was when I was kind of like, okay, maybe not to go as far as saying like ghosts are real, but I was like more into the whole spiritual side of yeah. uh, life, I guess you would call it. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had an operation when I was 11, right? And it was pretty fucking heavy operation. I had scol- I've got scoliosis. Mm-hmm. So it was straightening my spine and it was like, a, it was a big fucking deal. Like I had a, you know, scar from the top of my back to the bottom from I was cut from the side to, mm-hmm. the, to the back right and I was a and so obviously you know that's tough for anybody to go through right so anyway I made it out I'm alive right 
my auntie gets my auntie was, lived in Spain at the time and she ran a bar and there was this lady I think that hung out in the bar and she used to do that Tara Tara Tara, tara cards tara yeah chip, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure anyway she could I, I don't know if it was that or if she could read palms or what the fuck it was I don't know anyway my auntie's sitting there with her and she said you got a nephew and she was like got more than one but the one that's not that that hasn't been well the one that i think was something about an operation she knew mm. that i had something wrong with my back she knew everything right and this is someone that has no connection she to your know family me. whatsoever yeah this was facebook before facebook and all yeah. that shit mm-hmm. so she couldn't have searched this up right? yeah um <laughs> and i think people might have been around but anyway yeah <laughs> but anyway um <laughs> So Manny's like, okay. And she was like, he isn't going to be well again, but he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I got pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Like 2011. Mm-hmm. So was that quite was... close after the operation had happened? <clears throat> no, that operation was in like 2005. All oh, right, okay. So this four is five. years after. Yeah. So this is years after, right? But I guess anybody could get not well, mm-hmm. but it was touch and go, eh? Yeah, like if I didn't go like, to the hospital, like, I was serious, fucking, like I was dead. You like, know, with uh, flu, cold, all this kind of respiratory disease, it's usually mm-hmm. not the actual disease that kills them. It's usually because their immune system's fighting that hard against that. The pneumonia bacteria gets in, and yeah, that, and pneumonia is like flooding of the lungs, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah. So it's one of the most horrible things I've ever fucking mm-hmm. had in my life, and you know, you're trying to cough shit up, and it's not. You yeah, know, it's just sticking. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Anyway. It was like literally, I was. If I didn't go to the hospital that day, I was dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I could barely even open my eyes. Uh, I could, it took me about a half an hour to get a pair of jogging bottoms on. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, couldn't function. I was just wanted to sleep and drift off, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Anyway, so she got like, she, and then there was loads of other shit about our family that nobody fucking knew. Mm. And she was coming out with all this shit. Like, man, it's like, what the, f- what the fuck? Like, she was freaked out a little bit and that. Anyway, she was telling us all about it, and um, so like that was that was one experience I remember about someone like that. Mm-hmm. I'd never met anyone like that, but she got a lot everything right. Yeah, and like and you can't explain it because she didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. Because like I think some people when they say that they like like say their friend or someone they know offers them to like do a medium service and that they kind of think to themselves, well, of course you're gonna know shit like that because you like you have a kind of an insight into my life. But when it is like a total stranger and they hit the nail on the head with pretty much everything they say, that's when it's like, because you can't just say, oh, there must be an explanation for that because it's just too out there for it to be like, oh, there's a logical, maybe like you're saying nowadays with like Facebook and that, I suppose if someone's at a complete absolute whack job, they could look your entire family up and and try and stalk you in a way to find out information of you. But like, it's the way that it happens on chance. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a spontaneous thing. Like, you meet someone. Yeah. You had no idea you were going to meet that day. Mm -hmm. Like, so how the fuck can they research you? They didn't even know you existed till that minute that you just met them. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) <laughs> there's no like Cause I, I think, you meant to say that I think there's definitely legit ones of them but I definitely think there's also fraud mediums as well like I don't know if you did you ever see the kind of breakdown of do you remember John Edward or did you ever hear of John Edward the American guy that would have these audiences and he would say a name 
And someone in the crowd would be like, oh, like my uncle's hairdresser's dog's name was that. <laughs> and uh, he would go over there and it was like, yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Of course it was your, you know. Oh, yeah, I know what and, you mean. And there was like that whole breakdown of like, he's saying a word to a room full of 100 people. Of yeah. course he's going to find someone that yeah, relates to Yeah, try that it. in a fucking room with three or people. Yeah, it's like, people. yeah, the name's beginning with R, R, and then someone will say Xander. It's like, yes, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I know but, what you mean, but I used to remember Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Hmm. Remember Polly Gray when it was like early on in the series, like mm-hmm. maybe first series or something. Mm-hmm. And she was there to find out if her daughter or if her son were alive. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were saying that it was like an old tale to let like wives and stuff feel at peace. Yeah. With their husbands that were they lost in the war. Uh huh. And I think a lot of that started through big things like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they would, they would, it was like a little white lie, mm-hmm. almost. Something to comfort them. Exactly. Like, because it's a tough thing in it. Yeah, to exactly, someone. to so, lose someone. So, yeah, like, that was kind of, like, I think that's something to do with it. But I think it goes further on than that. I think yeah. it goes a lot further back than that. But, yeah. I know it's crazy how it's, like, carried on, though, right? Like, this isn't just like a new thing like with the aliens type stuff we've kind of learned more about that in the last hundred years like it's not something probably people were i'm sure someone maybe seen one way back in the 1600s but it's not something that was such a well-believed thing back then it would be more like oh i've seen a dragon rather than like i was in a ufo yeah yeah like i saw the gods Yeah. yeah 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 like you know like say like fucking vikings are fighting or you're at the battle of colossus mm-hmm. a fucking ufo yeah but like, that must be thor you know like what, what the mean? fuck is like yeah like that that's a god yeah like that's why i think that i know we're getting off a little bit off topic no, here, but it's the same thing though. i kind of like... think yeah like the egyptians thought mm-hmm. that they were the gods mm-hmm. right i'm sorry but you can't build the fucking pyramids no they Human, tried to, did you see that they Japan tried to... Japan tried to do that with modern day technology yeah, and it couldn't it, be it's done. It's not possible. So how the hell could humans do it you like can't do 400 them. years beforehand? It's not happening. Yeah, so that, like like you said, that is like, these are all unsolved mysteries and I do love myself an unsolved oh, yeah, mystery. I'm the same, like, I'm the same. And, whether right. it be that or an unsolved murder, you know, all this kind of stuff. But um, with uh, the whole kind of spirit kind of stuff, this is something that filters back all the way through to back then because even the like the gods were i guess in like a spirit form right because it's like vikings that you mentioned like there was valhalla and that was mm-hmm. like their heaven that's it yeah and it was to do with like battle and honor and all that kind of stuff but um it's crazy that it's one thing that's just survived throughout humanity that um ghost spirituality energy type uh theory because like if you will. in that series vikings i always find a really amazing the way that they've done it like both of the viking series mm-hmm. were fucking brilliant but like you know like when they were almost close to death they see odin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they're going and the towards raven and, that. Mm-hmm. and they're going towards the halls of Valhalla, and they get to the big uh golden gates and stuff you know it's you know you really it that's the one thing that i always wondered like life after death sort of thing do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like are you are you are you gonna come back or mm. Do you go? Do you start another life, or is there a place where you go after it? Or because we have absolutely no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no science behind it. No one's been able to like just because no one's been able to see any evidence of it. There's people that have said though that they have died and came back. Back, yeah. And there's a story that I watched on YouTube, and it was a guy. It was telling us he was dead for I don't know how long, mm-hmm. but it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. 
It was the, the way he told it, how emotional he got. It's like, this is fucking real. Like, yeah. This guy's a fucking Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. If he's fucking or faking mentally, this. Or you know, like it, it can't just be like, oh, look at what I'm and making And he up, is a know? proper fucking normal, yeah. hardworking guy mm-hmm. that is obviously had a fucking crazy experience back then. And this was like 40 years beforehand. Mm-hmm. And he's in tears telling mm-hmm. the story. Doesn't tell it very often. I'll send you it. It's fucking amazing. I watched it with my brother. Couldn't believe I've never seen it before. Have you ever seen like the videos? Like, I know this is kind of going a bit off topic again, but I suppose this is kind of covering a whole area of um, stuff that we believe is possible, not possible. Have you ever seen like the time traveling videos? Like in <laughs> yeah. 1910, where someone's clearly on a cell phone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. there's guys that have like came back and claimed that they're from the future and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, there's think, always, yeah, there's yeah. too many of them though. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think that's like a. A market people get on board with and be like i'll oh. just say that it's a nuclear disaster in the future because yeah. we can foresee that kind and of shit like happening the, they take a bloody picture of the new cyberpunk yeah, fucking yeah, game yeah, yeah. and they're like yeah this is the picture i took yeah from, from like from like the other side of the city yeah. look at the city look what it looks like <laughs> la is no longer it's underwater <laughs> why so is keanu shit? reeves still there <laughs> <laughs> joe rogan's still around yeah it's living in the woods but uh i'd be a huntsman but um <laughs> But I, I kind of do, like, I think with how fast technology is advancing, I can't see why that wouldn't, if we're going to have stuff like we were talking about Elon Musk last time and the Neuralink stuff, mm-hmm. if that's, that looks like it's coming pretty quick, right? Obviously, there's still, ba- there's barriers to go in because he's still, like, testing it on pigs and stuff like that just now. Well, the last time I looked up on, uh, looked it up. Lucky pigs. But that is going with the amount of money that dude's got behind him, he's going to find a way to get that to work, isn't he? Like, he usually does. Of course. I mean, he's smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. He approaches these ideas with, like, so much fucking um, confidence. You yeah. Know? Like, he, he, he doesn't see failure. Like, he obviously... Well, obviously, I think failure is important. Mm-hmm. Fail, and then you and then try you again, learn, try yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And look at Tesla. Mm-hmm. Tesla near folded in 2006 or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was near gone. It was never going to be... I think it was bankrupt, and now it's yeah better than ever. Yeah, the, one of the and the U.S. government fucking hate him for it because yeah. he is. I mean, he paid. Do you know how much money he paid in tax? Um, probably quite a lot. Or it was, is it? It low? was like fucking a stupid number. It's like sixty odd billion yeah. or some shit, some crazy number. Anyway, but like, where were we again? Uh, we were talking about. Elon Musk and the Neuralink stuff. Yeah, so I time travel and how it, stuff. How it links to time, what's possible going forward. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I watched the video and there was a guy talking about the story. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but I was fascinated by it and I thought it was cool. I just mm-hmm. like the sound of it. Because I've always been mad about technology. Yeah. I, I mean, I've spoke about it for years. I asked my brother, he'll tell you, I've been mad about it. I just think, you know, if I had one wish, now a lot of people was like, oh, I'd wish for my family back. Yeah. Or I'd wish mm-hmm. for you know, the lottery win or anything. I'd wish for a time machine because mm-hmm. you, you could, all of that things you want is possible, but yeah, that, right. That's the secret to the universe. Mm-hmm. Time machine. You can do anything with that. Yeah. Remember, think about the possibilities you, you could, could do You could go with back the time. to the 1950s and see like a rat pack you show or something. You do whatever you like want the, to do, like yeah. anything, right? You could go see your mother as a kid. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That would be amazing, wouldn't Have it? Have you right? ever, like, I, I, that's the kind of, I do think to myself, because I was born in the 90s, right? But I was yeah. like born 
midway through the 90s yes. so i was only kind of re reaching consciousness as a human being when we hit the millennium and the 90s always looks like such a great place that i would love to experience a day of it the age i am now yeah going to a fucking oasis gig yeah yeah, 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 yeah. pints Main being like road. a pound 40 and stuff yeah oh, fucking amazing but but yeah like so this guy anyway he was like oh yeah time travel was invented in 1981 mm -hmm. but they'll tell you it wasn't invented until 2028 okay but 2028 is when it will be released to the public okay like not as if we'll give you a time machine but as if the knowledge of it, it being, being in existence. And we are doing yeah. things with mm -hmm. it. Because they uh, have kind of done that with the alien thing recently in 2020, where they kind of snuck it in when the whole COVID stuff was going ahead. Like, yeah, there is unidentified aircraft out there. But anyway, moving on. So today's COVID stat, you know what I mean? It's like, crazy yeah. the way they've done that, right? I mean, fucking hell, I couldn't believe it. But I was buzzing at the release. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Quite cool videos. But yeah, the boy was saying that, yeah, 2028 and all that. and and uh what else was it something about that he went to 2118 mm -hmm. right so very specific here yeah 2118 and um i think maybe the story got released in 2018 i can't remember mm -hmm. anyway 2118 and he woke up in a hospital bed after i, I don't want to like go and tell the whole story because it'll take up way too much time yeah but, uh -huh. But anyway, yeah, he wakes up in a hospital bed and the nurse comes in and sees him and he's looking down at the bottom and there's like fucking floating tables and mm -hmm. shit. And there's this massive fucking white thing on the wall. And it, anyway, the the nurse was like, you're, you look confused, you know, put the TV on. And, and she was like, what, how, you know, she was like, what's your name? Told him his name. And then she was like, um, do you know what happened to you? And she, he was like, no. She's like, we found you on the side of the road. And she was like in funny clothes, and he was yeah. wearing this clothes from the eighties, right? And then she was like, um, she was asking all these questions, like you would normally ask someone with a concussion. Mm -hmm. She was like, "And what what year were you born?" And he was like, "I don't know what year he was born, like maybe nineteen, I don't know, fifty one, say." Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And then she was like, "He's obviously nuts, right?" And then he's like, and then she was like, "What year is it?" And uh, she goes, "What's the date?" She said. And he was like, something, something, 1981. And she was like, sir, it's 2118. Mm. Like, and, then, and then he looked at her as though she was nuts. Yeah, yeah. She walked out the room. She was like, watch some TV and chill out, right? While she went and got a doctor because she thought this guy was fucking away with it. Mm -hmm. And he puts on this TV and this whole fucking wall lights up. Yeah, like a, like a, the, but like, the walls was, are screaming. But it was like, yeah, kind of. But it was like off the wall a little bit and mm -hmm. floating. And there was like on the news, it was like, yeah, 2118, he saw this weird buildings and he looked outside and the buildings are all fucking weird. Mm -hmm. He went downstairs and ended up asking like, you know, how do I get out of here and stuff? They were like, what do you mean? He's like, how do I get to LA sort of thing? And she was like, what do you mean LA? And he was like, well, where am I? She was like, oh, District 508. Ah, so it's like all kind of like... Sadly. It's all district yeah, and areas, yeah, right? Yeah. So The new world dystopia. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's what he said, but I... There's far more to it that mm -hmm. I could say, that I'll tell you, but I'll send you the video. Yeah. And you can make it what you want, but it's interesting, but it's, it could it, be a complete bullshit. Yeah. But I like the story, and it was like, that's a good fucking movie. Yeah. Like, that's a great film. Mm -hmm. I'd watch it. But, uh, like, I think that's the thing. Like, if we were to be put 20 years in the future just now, like we woke up tomorrow, I think it would be like a bit too much for us to handle, because 
over the time of going forward you get used to things that come in because they're gradually introduced right so like there'll be something one year or five years down the line but if it, like the whole world changes in 20 years time right this place is totally different to what the year 2000 looked like in terms of yeah. what's capable even what the environment looks like and what you know we couldn't do this back in the year 2000 these things weren't available to just anyone you know what i mean like, like be... yeah exactly like like you'd show someone like this in 2000 and and one yeah and they're like what and they're the like where's the, where's the snake that? what does it? that do? <laughs> like what why, is why there no, can't why i is play there, snake why is there no buttons yeah like how do you fuck do you work this thing but like from like 1950 to like 1960 right it's a decade not much changed mm -hmm. right in terms of technology tv maybe i mean color tv was probably that's it right yeah i think was there the color tv yeah there was by yeah, 19, uh -huh. yeah right so it was, like, it was a very kind of um wasn't great, was it? Expensive thing to get hold of. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they were massive. Yes. Yeah. You know what's that though? Like, it was especially with phones. Phones when they first came out were absolutely bricks, and mm. then they made them small as they can, and then that everyone got bored of that, so they're making them bigger again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you see that funny one? It's like an iPhone. It was like a door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the apple patch on the back. Yeah. But yeah, but like, if you look at like from 1950 to 60, right? Look, even a further range, maybe 19 fucking 40 to 1960. Mm -hmm. There's not that much change technology-wise, no. right? But if you go from, like, say, I don't know, 10 years from now, things are going to look different. Yeah. We're going to be the first generation towards probably the end of our life cycle that's going to be living alongside AI. A completely different world that anybody that yeah. is born today knows. I mean, I look at my little cousin, right? He's, like, fucking, I don't know. He's, like, he's not even 10 yet, yeah. right? And he's sitting there fucking messing around with phones and he's able to do all this shit. And I'm mm -hmm. like, when I was your age, I was I, I was throwing itchy bombs at yeah, fucking cars hi. and doing stupid shit. Hi. Like, you're fucking about in a fucking iPhone. Mm -hmm. Like, it's nuts. And it's kind of like, it's almost that integration of humanity and technology, right? Like, we're becoming connected to it in a way, in the sense of... It's part of you. Now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is because you, your life... A you're lot cyborg. Of, I know there's like people that will be like, well, you know, well, I don't need a phone and all this stuff. But there, you can't really function without a phone now or a, no. an access to an internet connection at the very least. Especially all the things that like it offers now. Like a lot of people get their shopping delivered. A lot of people need it to use Google Maps. Just day-to-day -day things. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, that's getting lazy. And I suppose maybe they're right in that assessment to an extent. But... It also makes things easier, right? Like, for example, with Google Maps, like if you had to get directions before that, you'd have to stop and ask like five people because some people wouldn't know what it was. Some people tell you, fuck off, blah, 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 blah. Whereas you get that sort of then Everything is in your pocket. Yeah. Everything is mm -hmm. in your pocket. And the thing is, though, like government is like what, tracking everything, yeah. right? On that phone. Mm -hmm. But it's so easy to use it. I mean, you, you don't take your bank card with it. Oh, it's cool, I got my phone. Yeah. Because it's linked to your fucking yeah, bank card. Yeah, Apple Pay and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking nuts. Like, you go to McDonald's and it's just like, oh, yeah, thanks. Boom. Mm -hmm. And it's everywhere now. Like, <laughs> I remember going on the, the, the bus to work last year and I hadn't been on the bus for fucking years, right? But Because um, I, I usually took the train in Renes and that, but they, they decided to pay my bus ticket. So I was like, I'd rather go for free on a longer journey than yeah. pay for a shorter one. And then I ended up changing my mind eventually. But, uh, but I was going on there and they were like, uh, you can pay contactless on the bus. Do you know what I mean? I was like, the the like, I remember like being a kid, like struggling to get changed together for a fucking single. Do you know what I mean? Where 
it really is everywhere now. There's not a place that you go where um, there's very few places. Like I think there's one on Elgin High Street that's still cash only and stuff like that. But it's a very unique. Yeah, I mean, like the crazy thing about um, technology is, is that the more innovation happens, the faster it happens. Mm. So, like as I said before, from like the forties to the sixties, there wasn't much change. But as I said before, ten years now could be like forty years then. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it's completely changed. Like the can like the more the more that we, we innovate, just the faster it gets. It's just gonna keep going, keep going, keep going. Like there's new phones every year. There's like you can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. There's so much more. I mean, yeah, okay, it might you might not cheat and see the difference between that iPhone to the new one. Yeah. But it is better. You mm-hmm. just maybe not notice it. Mm-hmm. But it's then, not that in your face at that point, yeah. Whereas if you went from an iPhone 2 to an iPhone 12 or whatever it is they're on now, you'd be like, what the how? The how? You know? Yeah, exactly. And that, but eventually that's going to be like, say the iPhone in 2021 to 2022, the 2021 phone's going to be like a fucking, like mm-hmm. it's going to be like a Stone Age phone compared to 2022. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I'm not saying like in 2022, but like it kind of eventually it's going to be so different because innovation's so fast. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, Apple are just going to get better and better and better. Yeah. Same as all these different companies. There's probably going to be a company that's going to take up, like all the big guys out eventually because mm. someone's just going to perfect something and you're not going to like, you know, like, so like something like Neuralink. Like if Neuralink, say, for example, they get to the point where it's, you know, you're they're putting a chip in your head, mm-hmm. and you can access everything from that chip in your fucking head. Yeah, you ain't gonna need a phone no more, are you? No. So Apple's down the tubes, mm-hmm. and so is Samsung, Samsung and, and, and all these Android, other Android. Android other ones, yeah. you know what I mean? So eventually, there's gonna be someone that's gonna take them all out. I think mm-hmm. eventually, and then that's kind of where we get into uncharted territory in the sense of you were mentioning the government kind of looking into or the states looking into um. It, I suppose it is rife in the Western world, but it's not to like the state in where like, well, yet anyway, where like China has the social credit system. So like you speak shit about their government, you go down the social credit ladder, you buy too much wine, you speed about two miles over the speed limit or something, you go around. So that's wild. And like that scares me that that's an operation because if that ever spreads around the world, right? Because there's a famous saying of you can kill a person, but you can never kill an idea, right? Like, if you think of all the ideologies, good or bad, that have lasted till now, yeah. they just don't go away because you can't, like, people are always going to have that kind of want to believe that system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do like, get freaked out by it just because, like, it would be the end of privacy as we know it, right? Not just to the extent of a lot of people when it's like, oh, why are they looking at my phone of that? Like, get all uptight and be like, like, at the moment, the, the, the main thing that the government are trying to extract from you is your data because they want to know what you want to buy so they can put it in front of your face and that's then that exactly makes companies it. money, you know? I mean, do you know, like, and, a, and a prime example of that is, like, I, I remember talking to my mum about a certain jacket that she was wanting for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And then it popped up on and the it phone. it popped up on my fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was talking to my brother about, I might buy an Apple laptop. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Before I bought the PC. Mm-hmm. Boom. All these Apple laptops start popping up, Cuddies, all these other places. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I literally just said that two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And I went and refreshed Facebook, and there it is. Mm-hmm. 
Like, if what the fuck? Like, that's not a coincidence. It's more than once. Facebook's the worst for it, man. Like, yeah. I've got all the settings like turned off to like opt out and all this kind of stuff because like I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want have to have like if I want to buy something, I'm not going to be like because it is influencing your purchase decisions at that point. I want to make it because I want to make that decision. Yeah. Um, and I know it's kind of unavoidable to an extent, but I've got Norton Security Ultra that on the laptop that I use to edit the podcast because yeah. obviously you don't want people hacking and getting all the kind of footage and that that we have. But it, it shows me what's tracking where I'm going on the net and Facebook's at the top of the fucking list. And that's with the settings on opt-out. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not surprised by They're that. still up to their old shenanigans, even though they've had this um, Congress hearings with Zuckerberg and all that. Did and you the... see that weird photo of Zuckerberg? Mm-hmm. With all the other fucking... Yeah. What the fuck? He's, he's a very peculiar person, isn't he? He's... Um... Like, there's nothing against the guy. Like, he's done well for himself yeah, and shit. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. fuck now, but... Jesus, fuck. Like, that people are like, right? Mm-hmm. They're like normal. And it's the same with, like... Uh... They're from fucking... Somewhere else, yeah. they're from here. Mm-hmm. They're not for Houtman. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'd be worried if they were from Houtman, to be honest. But, uh, 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 like even seeing people nothing like nothing against Houtman, by the way. Yeah, though the you're our neighbor, so we appreciate you. But um, like even seeing like billionaires, like uh, I don't want to say his name because people go absolutely tunnel when you Just say his it. name. But Bill Gates, right? Yeah. But like when you see him stand next to world leaders. Mm. I kind of go, he's not been an elected official in any way to get to that type of powerful position. Like, he's got there because he's got money. Yeah. Obviously, he's got money from his own, like, ideas and thoughts and building up Microsoft and whatever, so fair play. But it is worrying that people can buy their way in how the world's going to be influenced down the line. It's, it's Do you know crazy. what I mean? But I suppose at the same time, the world of leaders get fucking corrupt elections and shit like that as well. So maybe it's just all the same kind yeah, of fish yeah. at the end of the day. But Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's so much power in the world now and it's you know it, it's literally it's it's all about how big your wallet is mm-hmm. if you've got no money you've got no chance yeah like they don't want to know you nobody wants to know you and mm-hmm. it's either money or followers mm-hmm. you know because like him and i think we spoke about this last time as well but we're going to a bit more deep this time like gates and musk have like this really big rivalry going on like they don't speak well of each other and it it must just because they're two of the richest guys on the planet, right? So they're yeah, they're their competitors. Yeah, um, exactly. But like Bill Gates was saying, like if you have less money than Elon, you should probably be worried. And it's like, well, you could say the same thing for you. Like, I don't know. Do you ever watch Russell Brand's stuff on YouTube? You ever watch any of his videos? Sometimes I like Russell Brand. Yeah, I always like them. I think he's a really open-minded dude, and a lot of people remember him for his days of being an out there being comedian and yeah. being on all sorts of substances yeah, and that but yeah but here listen people make mistakes and he's a human being mm-hmm. but i'll tell you one thing that guy is smart as yeah fuck. yeah he is he is very smart mm-hmm. and i've always been a fan i always thought he was funny mm-hmm. he was good in um uh get him to the greek and I, uh, jonah hill forgetting and, sarah marshall yeah, 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 yeah. he's fucking brilliant did that. you ever do you remember this is quite a long time ago but i remember i go back and watch it sometimes i mean it's not funny but it's just the, Russell Brand's like that kind of Tim Burton character where even serious stuff's funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember the the radio interview with him and Jonathan Ross where they kept phoning up um, the guy from Faulty Towers? No. Do you not see that? I'll no, have to send you that so. later as well. But anyway, they kept 
he was meant to be going on Russell Banner had a radio show on the BBC at the time right and Jonathan Ross who worked for the like Jonathan Ross lost his job at the BBC over this and stuff like that as did Russell Brand but like Jonathan Ross had the talk show I heard show about it but I never actually heard the but the, the videos well the the calls on YouTube but the, the videos not there because it's a radio show but um it was I think the guy's name was Andrew Sachs so he was uh, he was a character in Faulty Towers. I can't remember which one, but he was being. This is in two thousand eight. So this is what fourteen years ago now. Uh, they were doing um, a documentary on. No, they were reviewing a program called The Bill Made Me Famous. You remember that cop show, The Bill? The Bill, yeah. And then like some actors went in there, and then they ended up doing other things and whatnot. Yeah. So they were trying. To, Andrew Sachs had been on the bill before he done Faulty Towers, so right. he was one of the people that they were trying to figure out whether it had been. So anyway, they tried to phone him. Uh, and it goes to his answer machine um, and then they phone him again and then it, it got bad because I think Russell Brand might have had relations with his granddaughter and that and then they they like brought that up and Jonathan Ross outs him and then they make a song and it just gets it, they phone him like six times and every time it's worse and worse and worse right <laughs> so he's coming back to his answer machine like you have six missed calls and then it's like Russell Brand and all that so anyway the BBC seen that and we're like yeah we, we can't have that on our radio you've got to go Um but yeah, uh, to to get back to my point, we kind of segued off there again. But Russell Brand was talking about um, it was to do with like farming and that. Like, there's a farming crisis in India or something like that where, um, apparently Bill Gates is meant to have had some kind of investment in a company, and he's actually took a lot of the patents that the farmers were going to use in India and used them for his own company. So now he holds the contract and stuff like that. Not sure if that's how it's officially went down, but from what I've read about it, that's what it seems like. Yeah. And he's bought a lot of the farmland in America as well. I think it's about 75%. And you think of America, it's huge. Yeah, it's massive. Amount of la- uh, yeah. Massive la- uh, land, rather. Yeah. Um, so it does feel like he he knows what he's doing, like in the sense of, for himself, obviously, in the sense of like he knows what's going to be important, so yeah. let's buy most of that up so that I'm the main provider of food crops. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, because he tell like Bill Gates, like he tells a lot of people that he gives a lot of money away to charity, and I guess he probably does, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't know what the numbers are. No. I mean, I think you know a million pound a year is a lot of money mm-hmm. to charity to anyone. Yeah. So. Yeah, who no fucking knows how much money he has. Obviously, a lot of um, investments, and he runs a whole foundations around vaccinations. We have to be careful when we talk about yes. this because the, the whole um, but listen, YouTube police might still be on the go. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about billionaires, though. And I'm talking. I'm, listen, I'm a massive fan of Musk. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have been. I've never ever. I've always said, I've I've always been a fan of him. Mm-hmm. And but the thing the thing is is that these these billionaires are not cut and dry like no. they're not what they proclaim to be all the time mm-hmm. like they're always these guys are smart as fuck mm-hmm. like they're gonna be they're gonna do what's best for them and always mm-hmm. and if you know if they have to hurt someone or yeah to do that then they're gonna do it mm-hmm. they got that money and they got that power through being different than we are yeah because their brains work differently. Yeah, and you can see that in conversations as well, right? Like, I think mentioning Musk, when you watch him on Joe Rogan and that, there's some There are five conversations ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they see everything. And he was talking about, like, how he thought he was insane growing up. Because mm. he could never relate to anyone. Because he was, like, reading books at, like, age seven and, like, thinking of all these ideas and that. And, you know, everyone else is just being a normal kid. And yeah. Even, well, even the adults couldn't, like, kind of get their head around it. So I suppose there's, like, a... Because they're that 
out there and that leads to like their kind of innovation and what they do that a lot of normal people kind of don't trust because humans don't like difference right or they don't like things they don't understand yeah even as simple as if you get a knock at the door at 10 o'clock at night and you're not expecting one you panic right you're like who the fuck's calling at this time you know what i mean <laughs> yeah exactly so and it's the same as bullying though yeah mm-hmm. like you know like kids will bully like when i was at school because i was different right mm-hmm. so I get, people don't like different no definitely. they don't like that mm-hmm. and uh that's why mm-hmm. i think that's why mask and all that what i went through that but um I don't know. I think, I think Musk's in it for the good, though. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be changes that the world needs that yeah. needs to happen, and I don't think people want that. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we hate. We hate change, don't we? But yeah. if you want to, if you want to innovate, and if you want to get to a diff, like a better, but if you want the world to be better, mm-hmm. you want the planet to be in a better state. I think, you know, you're going to have to listen to him at some point. I mm-hmm. mean, I know he's, a lot of it is going to Mars and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's got other plans. Because he's not gonna, just going to ship people to Mars and then leave Earth to... Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like Musk's in charge of the planet. Or no, no. But I would rather him in charge of the planet than the fucking goons that are now. Yeah, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all these world leaders and all these fucking idiots that... You know, that obviously... Don't give a fuck about anyone say, oh, else. That, they can't be in charge of the planet because they've got their own vested interests. It's like, well, look at the fucking guns they're doing today. They've got their own bloody vested interests. You know what I, I mean? mean? Do you know like you get these like um, important people, like you know, ex-presidents and mm-hmm. massive actors, and you know, people like yeah. Tom Cruise and stuff. I know he's involved in a cult or something. I don't know. Oh, he's in um, Scientology and stuff. Yeah, like something that. Yeah. like. Do you mm-hmm. know what? I did a little bit of reading on that last night. I didn't quite understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you understand it. It's it's out there. It, like I I know the the reason I came to um, read up about it was I don't know if you've ever seen this episode of South Park, right? But Tom Cruise is in it, and it's because he's in Scientology. And you know, then there was massive rumors about him potentially being gay or whatever right mm-hmm. um they have an episode about him where he's stuck in a closet and he refuses to come out hence the joke being at the time of the rumor and stuff like that but it was to do with scientology as well i think r kelly ends up in that closet as well ironically um but like uh, the guy that played chef in south park is a scientologist right so south park will make fun of anything anything goes on that show right but the guy that it was isaac hayes the the sole singer guy mm-hmm. um and then he left the show because he was like you don't understand scientology but like the south park guys the the guys that created were like well we make fun of everything we make fun of our own kind of beliefs and stuff yeah. like that as well but he left um but it's like i think it's louis through did a documentary on it as well um i haven't <clears> actually watched it but it's meant to be quite an interesting watch but i think forgive me if i'm getting this out of proportion or anything i think like their kind of belief system is that we the way that humanity started is we were kind of dumped into a volcano or something and yeah like i read something about that and then when like they were dumped like beside a volcano and then gas would kill the people or something Mm -hmm. and then their spirits would live on the planet Mm -hmm. and the spirits are in us yes or some shit yeah something along and there was like a was it a I don't know if this is true, but there's like, is there a god called Dogma? Yeah, yeah, that rings shit. a bell. Like, mm-hmm. like that name, I don't know why, right? But see, when I read that word Dogma, I haven't got it out of my head since I read it. Mm. Like, I don't know what, what the fuck is that? Rings a bell. I may have heard it somewhere. I don't know. But listen, 
I saw, I can't remember the comedian's name. He was talking about it not long ago. And he was like, I don't understand why people that are into Scientology get the shit that they get. Like, because there's obviously other religions out there that people yeah. follow, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like a religion. The more kind of um, that have, native religions. That and... have done bad things too, though, yeah. right, mm -hmm. in the past. And people still accept them, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how bad this fucking shit, this Scientology stuff is. I don't know the ins and outs of it, so I don't understand fully, but all these other religions that we have in the world, are they're not all... They're not flawless. Innocent. Yeah. Either, right? Because, well, we all know little bits of the Bible from school. Yeah. The Crusades and all that kind of stuff. You know? Do you know what I mean? Like, so... You can't really, I mean, it depends on how bad the Scientology stuff is, you know, I don't know, but mm. it's interesting. I yeah. would like to know more about it. Because I think it's, again, it's that whole difference thing, right? I think it's because it's became, it's not something that was at the start. So bringing something new in. Yeah, and people yeah. like that, right? So, mm. like, because, you know, whether it doesn't matter what religion you follow, everybody has a belief system of some sort. I don't have a religion. No, I can't say that I'm I wasn't a religious brought person. That way either. I mean, you don't know, you don't have to be brought up to yeah. have a religion, but I wasn't brought up that way, so I don't I really don't have any idea. And it's interesting like how more people are kind of edging that way, especially like we can only speak from like our own environment, but like um like huh. we were brought up in quite a Christian environment. Like when we went to school, you were kind of mandated to sing hymns and stuff like that and you would have to do like nativity play. you know what I mean? Like it was all that's all to do with religion, isn't it? Like yeah. um uh just gonna take some pills right? yeah <laughs> no worries they're, they're they're legal they're medication but um <laughs> uh yeah like we were meant to be talking about ghosts but i feel like we've just went into the chat about the future but listen but, uh, we could do an actual episode on this future shit because i'd love to yeah. do that I've i suppose always we're, thought, but... we're kind of talking about that just now like i guess the ghost one they'll just have to be pushed back again <laughs> but we will we, we, we'll get to that but um no but there's far more in there's far more in depth you could talk about it yeah 100 percent. yeah we should just dedicate one episode to time machines yeah <laughs> and then but like even when i was talking about the ai stuff earlier like we are going to be living alongside like androids that look exactly like me and you in terms of the appearance of like the skin and the facial features and that ex machina yeah like because they're getting like, i remember sharing a video from this morning like a few years ago where they had like a makeshift ai on and it was learning to have a conversation with like philip schofield and that and obviously you could tell it was a robot at the time but like it was a hell of a lot better than what you would see back in the day do you know what i mean that so was, that's that only close to ex machina yeah as i've ever seen but it's just going to continue to get better. It's going to be like that game. Um, you ever play that game Detroit Become Human? No, but I've heard of it. It's like a, it's like it's one of those like quick time event games where you're more like playing almost like playing a movie through a, a video game and like you kind of partake in it by like having these quick time moments things. But anyway, the story is basically about humans and androids living against each other and the humans kind of treating androids as like second rate citizens and the androids kind of rebel and stuff like that because they've gained like emotion and that and rights and whatnot yeah and that feels like a situation that could happen no no it's not could happen it's going to, to happen. happen it's yeah. just a matter of when mm -hmm. it's not a matter of if so 
there's a there's a Netflix series. I can't remember the name of it, but it's got to do with AI and it's got to do with you know obviously it's like X Machina, but it's a, it's a series. And I think there's way more into it, and it and it's like I was looking. at I just watched a little bit of a trailer and I was like, holy fuck! Like that is literally gonna like that's how it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like the, the you could be like I could well obviously I'm not gonna be a fucking AI am I because it's, I'm broken. You could be it. You could be one though. Like walking in the street, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen. Yeah, and you're not gonna be able to tell the difference. Yeah, and that's and that's the scary thing. That's crazy. I feel like there's a part of me that's like like Westworld. intrigued to like have a conversation <clears throat> with a robot like that. But there's also a part of me that's absolutely petrified of having a conversation with a robot like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I never, I never believe that it's going to turn into like full-on Terminator, like the robots are just going to take humans out by nuclear weapons and that, because one thing that technology definitely has over humanity is, is efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always going to think of the most logical thing. Like, we think what they're going to do through our eyes, because that's what we would do. If we were felt threatened or felt like someone needed to go, we would just kill it, because that's what we've always done. Do you know what I mean? That's how yeah. we've been made up from the days of when we were, like, apes to what we are now. Uh, whereas I think they would be more in the sense of, well, we need to phase these out gradually because they do have access to some devastating kind of contraptions. So putting androids in amongst the human population to cut off kind of breeding connections and then they would just die out that way. That's how I personally think it would go down. But um, the way I think, you know, artificial intelligence is getting so fucking advanced now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people think it's just happening slowly. Yeah. Oh no. I no, think no, it's no. happening much quicker than they think. I mean, have you seen them robotic dogs? Yeah. They run and oh do shit. Oh my god! Have you seen the one where like he he jumps, does the assault course? Yeah, and th- there's one where the the guy's holding it back because it's trying to open a door, and then it it lets it go, and it like opens the door. Like that oh, is crazy. And the funny thing about that is, I think Frankie Boyle said it at the time that when they were playing it on a show. It was like I think that I think that robots already learned the concept of vengeance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's already it's programmed. Yeah, right. But it's not long before AI that is AI that's mm-hmm. doing that, and uh, eventually, you know, it will be looking like that to start with, mm-hmm. and then you'll get the whole. Eventually, it will get into like looking like me and you. But yeah. um, artificial intelligence is crazy though. Like it, I think. Um, it's got the capabilities of like actually innovating, you know, like much faster than we do. So like we, it could work out how to build a city in probably a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it could work out how to do that. And then you could get artificial, artificially intelligent, uh, machines that would build these buildings and perfectly, faster mm. efficiently Aye, no cutting corners no like, fucking around like you don't have to do. pay people yeah. to, like do you know what i mean like and uh like that's why artificial intelligence is actually replacing people already mm. work uh, you know like there's not going to be reception like, even if you think like stuff like retail you get self-service yeah. checkouts yeah. i mean those things are just going to keep that's, going and that's gonna jobs get gone yeah you know and i think you know eventually artificial intelligence will take over mm-hmm. that much that the government will have to pay people a wage to do nothing. So there will be no rich and there will be no poor. Or it will be an equal society in that sense. And then you have no poverty and you have no 
problems like expanding that. wealth yeah yeah but at the same time like ai is basically going to be an evolution of us right because like we evolved from apes like we have similarities well, did we though well that's always a big that's always a big question yeah evolution's a is big, evolution a question. what you fucking think it mm. is because if, i i don't think so okay i don't really think it is to be honest what, what what do you think is the or do you have any kind of inkling of what you think it might be instead well i have an idea but i'm not saying this is what i believe no okay but i i am very skeptical of what they tell you at school yeah well, i don't yeah, think okay, it's okay, i don't what enough. they teach you i don't think is the whole truth is cut and dry it's mm. not exactly what there is an element is. of cutting stuff out at school isn't there? and there's an element of conditioning as well did school. they teach you about money at school no why do you think that is? No, that's true. That's on purpose. I've heard that a few times. Yeah, like, like where... they, yeah, they didn't, they didn't teach you about money because they don't want you to be smarter with your no, money. They don't want you to be independent with your no, money. No, they don't want you to. They get always rich. tell you like this is how you get a job, which we control the finances of that and how much you're going to get paid in that. No, that is. Yeah, this that is, is true. There's no, there's no way of saying if you do this and they, you know, they don't teach you about assets. They don't teach you about things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like in order to be smarter with your money in order to make more and to have your own business and mm-hmm. they don't teach you that if you want to learn business you've got to go to college or university and, mm-hmm. and, do, and do business do it, yeah. that way mm-hmm. right but they don't teach you about they should be teaching kids about money at school from day one mm-hmm. because money is one thing that makes the world go around and everybody needs it mm-hmm. so like if i could pick to be rich or poor i would pick to be rich every time because what if there's an operation that I can't, that my mom can't get to save her life in the UK? She can't get it. Yeah. She mm-hmm. has to go to Mexico or she has to go to America and mm-hmm. it costs money. Mm-hmm. How am I paying for that? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how is she paying for that? I would rather be rich so I could yeah. save her life mm-hmm. rather than fucking be sitting here yeah. with twiddling my thumbs having no money, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd rather be rich every time, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, definitely. I don't think it's the, the main be all and end all being happy but at the same time like oh you no said, no way the, no, no 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 the benefits of like if like there was i don't want to say a rainy day but like the situation that you proposed like there was a family member or, or even yourself that you, you know what i mean like it's yeah it's I mean, better to have that that war think, chest for that kind of situation exactly money money is i'd rather have it than not have it mm-hmm. you need to eat you need you need to have a roof over your head you need to you know if you want the finer things in life yeah or even just the essential things in life these yeah, days, you know? exactly. But, like, I would like a nice car. Mm-hmm. I'd like nice clothes. I'd like a nice watch. You know what I mean? Like, we're only here for so long. Enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Things cost money. Mm-hmm. Simple. Like, that's it. Like, I'd rather have money than not have money. So, that's the way I look I at things. I think people, every person, the majority of people on this planet would probably agree with you and say the exact same thing. I but mean, there I will be some people that make a statement and be like, you know, I'd rather be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, be... I don't, I don't want the money to be like, oh, look at me, I'm rich. Yeah. I want the mm. money so I'm secure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't so have to worry so about uh, things no to do with money, yeah. But there's always going to be worries in life, whether you are fucking, because if you've got like, say you've got a hundred, like that people that won the lottery the other day, 184 yeah. million, right? When you've got that amount of money, it becomes problems. You have to take care of that money. Mm-hmm. You have to know who to trust around you. It's, but even the two people that won it, right? You feel like that could definitely affect them. Yeah. Do you and know what I mean? Like we've talked about the whole family. kind of power uh, dynamic and money yeah. as well before, haven't we? So, See, so that's the thing. Like, you, 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 you've got to look after your money. You've got to look after you and the circle around you and everything. 
I mean, having that amount of money is a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, but it, again, you know, you're secure, you're mm-hmm. safe, you're sort of. But again, it doesn't make you happy though. No. I know if that, that that's a fact. Doesn't make you yeah. happy. I know some. I think some of the, you know, poorest well not poorest guys, but some of the you know the most billionaires in the country, in the world, sorry, are the most miserable people. Mm. So I hear. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think it's crazy. Like, because you would all like you always look at people with more money and be like, oh, think of the greed of. You know, having these offshore accounts and that to hide money and stuff. But I suppose that that's like the power dynamic of that as well. When you mm-hmm. talk about security, you're they're probably thinking there, well, because I even find myself doing this. Even if I've got a comfortable amount of money, I don't want to spend nah. something. I'm like, do you want to look at it? Yeah, well, not just that, but just like, what if I need that for something else? But yeah, even if that does come, I'd probably think, but wait, no, but like seeing that in your bank and then you go, ah, uh, mm-hmm. I've got that if I need it. Yeah, yeah, like it's, a comfort to yeah. that. Yeah. And I was the same, and I saved up that money for the gaming PC. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it was sitting there for ages. And I was like, I kind of want this PC up. I want to play DCS for a yeah. long time. Fuck this. I could be dead tomorrow, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And then what use is it? Yeah, can't exactly. take it with you. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm, I'm 28 and I'm talking like that. Yeah. But, but do you know what I mean? Like, So I just thought, fuck it. But it is nice to have it when you need it. Because yeah. you never know when you're going to need it. It's a... Uh... Like we, I mean, we've talked before about like if you won the lottery and stuff like that, how you'd have to expect yourself to change in a certain way in that, or how to handle that change if it is even possible to handle, right? Like you see, like the the most common ones that I see is like young people that are in sport, they get like big all of a sudden, and then the next thing they've got Nike endorsements and uh, whiskey companies and, and all that, and it just sends them ton as it would do 99.9 percent of the world right mm. if we were to inherit that amount of money tomorrow like you just get told oh yeah you've got 200 million dollars and by the way you've got a business that will make you that every single year from now on do you know what i mean like it would just be i i was i think people like to say i would be the same person or i would do all these things for charity but you never know do you know what i mean until you've actually in that situation yeah that's what i said before you know like you really don't know yourself mm-hmm. as well as you think you do because i'd like to think that i wouldn't go over the top of it but who knows right like do you ever get to a point where you say something to someone and then you go to yourself fuck i shouldn't have said that yeah 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 do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there you go mm-hmm. when you've got that money you don't know what the fuck you're capable of your yeah. brain to your brain's got two sides like many different sides to you do you know what i mean I, I, I used to be like that a lot with like babysitting and that like if my mom was going out or something and I would be like, oh, yeah, it's okay, I'll look after you. You know what I mean? And then I was like, I, I, someone would ask you, I had plans later, and I was like, oh, damn, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, that's it. Yeah. Your, your brain goes on autopilot and you start saying things. It's almost know? like two sides to your brain in a way, right? Like, yeah. there's the side that's like, there is that devil angel on each shoulder type thing. It's not just a cartoon thing. It is quite a... That's true. It yeah. is true. Like, it's it's true. I mean, I, I see it all the time in myself, uh, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I uh, kind of think to myself, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. No, but like, if you say something horrible to someone, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're maybe having a shit day. And you're, yeah, uh, and you just kind of like heat of the and moment you type think, thing. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But that's life, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose it's like, I used to be quite bad for like um, not letting things go. 
you know what I mean? And not in the sense of grudges and that, but like I could never forgive myself from something. And it'd be over really small things, like you said, maybe saying it to someone in the heat of the moment and that, and I just feel really shit about it. But at the end of the day, you've kind of got to look at things once they're resolved and that, like an apology or whatever, and you forget about it. And that that's something that I've had to try and learn and master rather than just constantly torture myself about, oh, yeah. this happened three days ago. That was shit of you to do that. You know what I mean? But I'm a kind of guy, though. It's like, I can be quite... Would the word be an arsehole? <laughs> I could be an arsehole a lot of the time. And if someone wrongs me at, uh, at any point, mm-hmm. I'll say something to them or I'll just think, you know what? Fuck them. I'm not going to bother with them. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you if you fuck me over once, that's it. That's too, once too many, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and then like, I kind of think to myself, oh, should I talk, should I say something to them? I think, you know what? Nah, fuck them. They mm. fucked me over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I kind of get to that point. And I'm just like, there is I, a point I like that side of me, though. Mm-hmm. Because then nobody can do take, you know, do anything. We should do an episode in the future of um, how do you move on from poisonous people? Well, maybe not poisonous people, but like, how do you like let that kind of stuff go? Because, like, I get that kind of sense of feeling as well, where the, especially one situation in my life where I just needed to cut cut ties with this person because it was just wouldn't do me any good do you know what i mean oh here i can um, uh that's a great idea yeah that would be i got i got uh well, well, i've got a story but i can't name names so no well we can uh we can keep it on a need to know basis and <laughs> then the name part anyway but um also we've got uh in the next couple of weeks we've got the one year anniversary of the podcast coming up um we're hopefully going to get together for a bit of a chill cast with no kind of any general topic in mind but um i'm looking forward to that just because basically we were meant to have like a little chill sesh cast at christmas and then that just got totally blown out the water from things that happened around it but i'm hoping um paul was back on the podcast last week he came in and like uh, spontaneously and was like I'm, I'm off this week and he's like I'm off every Tuesday now so we're going to try and get something sorted either next Tuesday or the Tuesday after because the year anniversary of this oh. is June 9th I think I'm, if I'm right in saying uh, so I'm going to sort something out for then but it's been it, we've been going for an hour 15 minutes how mental is that doesn't like, feel like it does it's, it? it it literally feels like even Paul was saying the other day like we went for like an hour five and um he was like, that did not feel like an hour. And I was like, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, magic when you just start speaking shit. Yeah. Just kind of. Because like, I've noticed that even when we kind of go in with that topic, like, we were meant to talk about ghosts today. And I think we managed to successfully do that for about five minutes. <laughs> and then the rest of it's been about future and yeah. moral compasses and whatnot. Yeah, because, you know what I mean? Like we're interested in the same shit. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. Just, it's just free. It's mm-hmm. just chill do you know what i mean we will get down to the, the the ghost stuff at some point we will find a good i think a good thing about a podcast though is is that you can literally just come on with no topic yeah and just and just right away yeah because i think quite people would like that you know mm. like just what are they talking about yeah, <laughs> do you yeah, know what yeah i mean yeah. just gonna like been a wee bit nosy and like and i like what the fuck are they because on because like i suppose when i started this just i think it's just from you get better at doing it with no kind of plan in your head just from doing it like learning yeah. on the job so to speak yeah but like when we first started out like me and hasty and that we would just have like not mountains upon mountains of notes but we had to have like 
though it's just to keep us right. Not that we would look at them every bit. It was like a comfort thing rather than actually looking at them yeah. as, as such. But then I noticed with like the Iraq war one that we did back in January, I noticed when I was like editing it in the software and that, that I was like having to look over there and I was like, oh, it's like that. It, it doesn't take away from it as such, but it was just something that annoyed me. And I was like, I probably didn't even really need them. And then the only thing that I do now is when we have a guest on, like I do like some that's research and then that's I, acceptable i have like little notes but i put them away for when they're actually here just something to like read beforehand yeah like that yeah fresh exactly. and whatnot. you gotta know something about them though because yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. it's about them too so whereas with us it's just this is like conversations we'd be having anyway regardless of we all whether the cameras are there or yeah but it's it's cool though it's cool that it's got to this point of where it's literally just kind of speaking um taking point on speaking i don't know if that's the right way to say it just kind of going with it you know like i I feel like even if we do segue that it comes into like something even more interesting than the previous thing was going to be and whatnot so it's cool and it's crazy a year has flown by so fast i actually can't believe it's been a year since i started that we started this like but i think i've I've not been here for that long but i've been here for i don't know no let's know it that I don't know when the first podcast I was on. Might have been the music one, but I can't remember yeah, what. July, cause was it, it was July, a few was days it? before my birthday, and then I had to isolate because <coughs> day that I got second vaccination, a person that I met up with after I had COVID <laughs> was like, um, July, and then September, and then I would say that you've been on a good sixty percent though, like in terms of like yeah. topics and stuff like that we've yeah. done, like me, you, and Hasty and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd imagine you know that Iraq one, yeah. I would say that was the one that I was kind of like, didn't yeah. know what the fuck. Mm-hmm. To, like, I I did like a little bit of research, but you boys obviously knew mm-hmm. much more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, having family in the RAF and stuff like that. Like, I didn't want to go and try and talk too much. Yeah, about it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? When mm-hmm. there's people that were there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, but yeah, no, but you covered a lot on that. Mm-hmm. That was. That was a good episode. Yeah. I think even the UFO, the UFO one's one of my favorite ones just because, like, it was a good balance of both. Like, we had stuff of, like, what I'd watched and, like, the documentaries you'd recommended for that one yeah. and that that were on um, Prime. Uh, and then there was some good kind of, like, conversation in between that. That was, like, two hours 15. And a lot of the time that... That didn't feel like it either. Yeah, I know, exactly. And even though that was, like, a longer episode, it was still engaging for the mm-hmm. entirety of it, you know? Which there was is, no, like awkward silences and no, no, that no. shit and we all like we we weren't like going around in circles or anything like that we always kind of progressed it as well i know like i'm making it sound like some kind of fucking movie production but it's like although uh like obviously rogan's like the biggest podcaster in the world but i suppose like the thing that's kind of that like impresses me the most about him is the fact that he can do this for three and a half hours three four times a week do you know what i mean like to concentrate that hard to get even just talk i think it, i think it's more like I said before, you know, it's more of a chill. Yeah. For yeah. Joe, I think it's more of a just, just sit and fucking speak to my mates. Like mm-hmm. that, that's it. What that's it how is. he started, right? Because like I, I, I look back at like a lot of the original episodes, and it's him, Brian Redband, Joey Diaz, and mm-hmm. then he kind of added Shafir in there, and um, yeah. Hinchcliffe, and all those guys as well. Yeah. And then obviously, as it grew, it became more like getting. I fucking love Joey Diaz so yeah. much. One of the funniest people on earth, and like fucking tremendous. Yeah, like Joe says, like he's not really a joke teller. It's just that his stories are just so unreal that like they're. His stories are fucking gold. Yeah, though. it's like 
You certainly listen to me. No way you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way you did that. But mm. then you look up and you go, yeah, you fucking did, did do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he absolutely did, did that. that. He absolutely yeah. did that. That's just him. I, it, was, it was funny, like, learning that he was in Spider-Man 2 and stuff like that at the train. And was, you know what I mean? That was... The crazy thing is, like, I remember I was like, I remember when the first time I saw him, right? And I was like, I've seen him before. Where the mm. fuck's he from? <laughs> My name is Earl. Yeah, he was in yeah, the jail. Yeah. Mm. He was in the jail. He was in uh, Longest Yard as well, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I love Joey Diaz. Do you ever hear about the tapes? This no. I show the tapes. He was talking about because he looks a comedian, and like a lot of American comedians get film gigs and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, I mean that's the kind of big difference between like American comedy and UK comedy. Like you know, see like um, most British comedians getting into like big block, uh, blockbuster films. Although apparently Hugh Dennis, that was um, mind you, uh, what's his name? Billy Connolly, sorry, I interrupt you. Yeah, he's yeah. been in movies. Yeah, but that was the American side. Like I'm talking, like there's. Oh, no, I, suppose. I suppose in general, there's not really a British film industry. I mean, there is, mm. but it's not as like obviously as big as like going to America. But um, yeah, but uh, so anyway, he was talking about there was a guy that would come at the comedy club, uh, and he was like this owner of an agency or something along the lines of that, and he was like, uh, I think Joey Diaz was like looking for gigs or something. I think it was um, he was potentially going to get a role on How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, uh, I've not seen that ages. I know, and the guy was like, "If you send me uh, an audition tape," and he was like, "I'm not sending you no fucking tape." He was like, "I'll do an audition for them, sure, but I'm sending you a fucking tape to see if I get an audition with the people that I'm going for, right?" So uh, he was like, "So he was like, oh, let me try something here." So he sent him a blank tape, nothing on it. The guy phoned him back five days later. Was like, "I loved your audition tape." We'll get you into an addition. He's like, it's all a fucking power play because he sent him a tape with nothing on it. So he clearly hadn't watched it. He just wanted him to send him a tape to make him feel like it was a big shot. And he's like, there's like fucking a hundred tapes on that guy's desk. They're, yeah, unreal. But uh, I think, uh, you know, is there a difference between a comic and a comedian? Uh, I think so. I think because. Uh, and a, a, a comic is what I would call an American comedian. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And a comedian is like what is a comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, so when you've got British humor up against American humor, mm-hmm. we slap them all over the yeah. fucking park. I think the best comedian of all time is Billy Connolly. Yeah. In my uh, the, my personal mm-hmm. opinion, I've never had anybody that made me laugh so much. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever actually watched one of his gigs. It was on. My fire stick somewhere. I was watching it. Fucking hell! I was an absolute. Bit. I was crying, man. Mm-hmm. It was funny as fuck. He's on about riding this overweight person. Yeah, yeah. burned his arse in the light bulb. <laughs> and it was like, it's so, it was like, oh my god, it's so funny. And he's like Billy Connolly is like so, like if you see him, you just think Scotland. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like even like you can tell who like you mentioned he was in some of those American films like uh, like the cartoon one uh, as Garfield season and Garfield, Garfield and stuff. Yeah. And as soon as you hear him, oh, like Last Samurai, yeah, is he in the Last Samurai? He's in the Last Samurai. Wow. I never knew that. He's that fucking uh, I can't remember his name. He's always on fucking horse. This is the, just so that we're on the show. This is the uh, film with Tom Cruise in it. And yeah. That. yeah, 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 yeah. I never knew that. Wow. Yeah, he was on last summer. Him and Tom Cruise are really good mates. Oh, are they? Oh. They were really good mates on the set of that, and I think they obviously keep in touch. But, yeah, uh, yeah, they're good mates. That uh, would, there's what? a funny interview on Parkinson with them too. Yeah, funny as fuck. Oh no, I have seen that because like, he's in Tom, a red yeah, fucking velour suit. Yeah, he's in like absolute <laughs> stitches in that. You know, I have seen that. Yeah. 
the thing I love about Billy Collins is it's so effortless and he just takes over. Yeah, like there's no kind of like trying behind that. It's just who no, he no, is. No, 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 it's just him. Mm-hmm. Like he used to work in the shipyards and I yeah. guarantee that all that boys sort of And bits. I suppose that's the kind of difference like we just said with like American comics. Like you hear a lot, like especially like on, because like the American comedian scene has like a massive like podcast scene basically. Like you think obviously Rogan's kind of started a lot of these guys up because it's people he hangs about in similar circles with, but you hear, like, you see Two Bears, One Cave with Segura, and I mean, Segura's a, I don't know if you've seen any of his tweets about the Will Smith thing after it went there, he's an absolute savage, but, um... Segura, what's his first name? Tom Segura. Has he got a wife? Uh, yeah, they've got a podcast a as well. fucking and, amazing um, podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it's called, Summon House. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's... They it, don't give a fuck. No, they really don't. They talk don't. about everything. Oh my god, like... Like, their sex life, everything. Yeah. Like, he was on about fucking... I'm not actually... No, I'm not going to get into that. Because fucking <laughs> absolutely savage, yeah. yeah. It's but like... Yeah. I, I was sitting watching the videos for like two hours. Yeah. Just like, this is gold. Yeah. This is absolutely Well, cool. I've seen his tweets after the Will Smith thing happened. I was like, fuck, if Chris Rock got slapped for what he said, Will Smith's coming after that dude with a machete. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but... Uh, uh, oh, there's, so there's yeah. there's him there's tim dylan's obviously got really big recently in the last year joey diaz is the church of what's happening now i think that that's what it was at least it was yeah it was called i think it still is that but um he's moved back to new jersey now isn't he? he's not they've all left la <laughs> yeah they all left la and uh joe went to texas didn't mm-hmm. he is he still there yes because mm-hmm. he's got uh i like his new studio actually yeah because he had like um he had this one that looked like the inside like, of like was like an inside of like a kind of tube really wasn't it like yeah <laughs> i'll put it just put it lightly i was gonna say something else but i'm not gonna yeah but um i'll get this i'm gonna i'm gonna get this podcast cancelled you know yeah <laughs> but uh he because i remember they had the the end of the world podcast in there did you see that when the american electric election was going on yeah yeah crazy uh, but, times, man. you know like you know i was just gonna say like that's another good thing about rogan is that i've been watching him for years but and then I've I've became fans of loads of other people yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. of Rogan. So like uh like I'd never heard of fucking Rob Zombie before. Mm-hmm. He was on there. I fucking loved that podcast. That was a brilliant I like that. And then obviously Joey Diaz, big fan of Joey mm-hmm. Diaz now. Uh Whitney Cummins mm-hmm. thinks he's brilliant. Uh Nikki Glazer thinks he's brilliant. They so, were on like a lot of the um do you remember like the roasts that used to happen on Comedy Central, like like Donald Trump and like Charlie yeah. Sheen? I think was one as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the thing about I like about Rogan, there's such a variety of different people. Yeah, from all different walks of life. Like I was watching one, there was like a guy. He went into like talk. He was. He, what did he do? He went in and he was like to the jungle and he lived with a fucking tribe. Yeah, I think I mean that's I another to episode we should that. do because that is something I'm very interesting the kind of the last um isolated tribes around the world that are literally still living like it's so fascinating eh? humans are meant to kind of live in a way see when they say choppers and planes what do yeah. they think that is yeah that must be like we were talking about the gods and that earlier it must be something because they're still completely mm-hmm. and they absolutely butcher anyone that they come across so there was like that missionary that went to go try and turn them to christianity and they just filled them through full arrows. Of arrows yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm sorry but they're isolated for a reason. Don't fucking go anywhere near yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Why are you trying to document them? Like, mm-hmm. I, do you know that guy that was um that was on the Rogan podcast? I was just on about. You know, he risked his life to do that. Yeah, and they took him in, mm-hmm. and they were really nice with him. There's like there's some videos on YouTube as well where like they meet um some people that have like uh 
seen them and they like they're really because like we were talking about humans are cautious with difference right mm -hmm. so that's their equivalent of it would be like finding someone you've never seen in your life in your house basically yeah. that's kind of what it's like them and they've got like their whole family like you know there's their kids and there's the women in the back and the yep. guys are through with spears they've still got like they look like um hooks through their nose yeah like the like the kind of mine kind of look you know from it's like the dudes on crocodile dundee yeah 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 isn't it mm -hmm. like kind of like you see thing. it like in um you know that film apocalyptico have you ever seen that the mel gibson mm -hmm. film? yeah yeah I've seen yeah a bit of the, and yeah. there's like that bit at the end with um it's the spanish i think it is the europeans come because mm -hmm. they've found the mayans and it's like the end of the mine it's, mm -hmm. it's like that though right like like you said though they're 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 isolated for a re like they don't want yeah outsiders you know i like, mean they're living how we used to live yeah like they just haven't changed no like, and the, the thing that, that makes me sad is is that the fact that there isn't gonna be any of these people left mm. yeah because, because they're like our society don't give a fuck yeah they'll just kill them if they yeah, have to yeah to get the land mm -hmm. and that's and not just that thing. but like because they've been isolated and that they're like really susceptible to like illnesses that like a lot of mm -hmm. the other population in the world aren't because of stuff like vaccination and mm -hmm. medication and stuff like that so like flu or like a cold even is like a really kind of deadly thing in those kind of circles just because of the you know because they're isolated mm -hmm. um i mean you could go there and you could kill them with one yeah whatever yeah but wouldn't their immune systems be stronger Mm, it depends because like i think immune systems are built through also actually being exposed to stuff and getting ill to then wreck it's like kind of recognizing um but surely, that's what antibodies are isn't it like but surely they must get ill though right yeah but it, mean, be, it would be stuff that's like native to that land though wouldn't it like mm -hmm. for example the like you know how there's this whole thing with monkeypox at the moment like that's when people kind of when stuff travels, that's when people get worried, right? Because the population has never been exposed to stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why they were all kind of up in arms when the coronavirus started, because it was a brand new thing that no did. one had ever been exposed to. Yeah. But um, it's interesting, though. Yeah. Like, that's, you kind of wonder how they would react to, mm. you know, just a little cold or something. Mm. Could kill them. Yeah. I would warn you, obviously it's too risky to... Because obviously, like, the cold used to be way more lethal in our populations than what it is now, yeah. but it's just over time that it's got... Do you remember Do you remember a, a disease called the Black Death? Yeah, is that the, like, the bubonic plague and stuff like that, is it? I can't remember, like, what, what it, actually was it? Was it like a... Was it like a like Corona sort of yeah, idea? It must have been. It must have been like a respiratory. It's, those have always been the most lethal ones, apart from um, smallpox. Yeah. Smallpox. Like, if smallpox ever makes a return, I'm running to the vaccination centre to get that first thing because there's no way that I'm getting that. Thank it was, God it got eradicated it in was 1972. Horrible, I heard. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, I think it, I think it was something ridiculous like the bubonic plague took out like 75 percent of europe or something like that Jeez. and but obviously like the population wasn't as much as it is now whereas, yeah of course like because even when the spanish flu pandemic happened the world's population was 1.8 billion so that's only 1918 what we're now 2022 and it was like well 1.8 billion there's near enough that in china alone today yeah, yeah alone the globe yeah um so i think it's like they've got 1.3 billion india's got 1.1 billion they're right next to each other and then it's yeah it's crazy, crazy man mm -hmm. this fucking population thing's been brutal i mean yeah. i think 
you know, all these horrible diseases like cancer and, you know. Still not stopped it either. No, I mean. And we haven't even cured those diseases yet. Like, if we ever manage to do that, it's just going to send the population stuff through the but, roof. I mean, we we think we haven't cured. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that's true? Yeah, do you, do you, are you kind of like of the belief system, like in our kind of medical, uh, our medicine business setup would like hide that and not hide it but like wouldn't release it unless it was worth their kind of business model or whatever i don't know if i believe it but i kind of have a i'm very skeptical to it like i I kind of you don't know who to trust and you don't really know like are they keeping it are they keeping it so the population doesn't go through the roof Mm -hmm. because obviously the population is not at bay they've not got it at bay yet Mm -hmm. it's not like it's still out of control i think and if they did have a cure for these diseases it would just be completely we'd be fucked yeah like we'd be fucked Mm -hmm. so because well even as it stands just now when i was talking about so what is the population at the moment it's almost up to 8 billion and what i said 100 years ago was 1.8 so that's nearly times by six no four because two billion to eight billion now which is it's fucking mental because that's only a hundred years that's not that's not that much time what's it going to be in the next 50 yeah it's like what what is a hundred years like three four generations because they were trying to say that like by 2050 Mm -hmm. the population will be nine billion people yeah that's crazy and i think that's probably like a conservative estimate as well fucking surprise yeah Yeah. it wouldn't even surprise me if we get there before that because you know I like the way, like, it's not that I like it, but hasn't China got like this rule that you can only have, yeah, like, and that's like two what, kids, like one two kid? kids. I think they've maybe just expanded it to three now, but it was well, like restricted, like, you you know, that's a good fucking idea, yeah. Well, especially with like, because they've still got like over a billion people from having that for years upon years. I mean, think of what it would be if they hadn't had that in there, you know. But I mean? look at the fucking size of China, yeah, like, it's huge. I would have, you know, what, see if I had a time machine. I'd have loved to go back to China and back in the, the old days mm-hmm. with all these like fucking dudes that you know like live in the hills and all yeah, that like, yeah, like, fucking so cool to see there's like, still people that do that I think but because like that it was like was it the Himalayas or something like was meant to be the oldest guy that ever lived it was like 144 or something like that <laughs> so there's got to be like some kind of I suppose you're not as round with stuff like radiation and that as much right because you think about it and just in the Western world, for example, we're constantly surrounded by like telephone wires and and aircraft and fuel and all that. It's not kind of good stuff. for us. Yeah, like, it's not. I mean, the crazy thing is, is that you know, if if people, I've said it on this podcast before, if people had listened to Nikola Tesla, we wouldn't be in this fucking mess. Mm-hmm. And it's all about money, as we said before. It's all about oil and oil and the money. And if they're, you know, the whole thing, well, electricity, we shouldn't be paying for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we are. We shouldn't be paying for internet. Mm-hmm. We should, but, we, but yeah, we are. Elon Musk is trying to give us internet for free. Well, that was, that was, um, Jeremy, I don't know how he, I don't know how he's going to get. Jeremy that. Corbyn had that as like one of his main, um, it's all good. Uh, tables okay <laughs> the table would look like it was going to tip but it's all good but uh I've, I've tried to put a bunch of old mic stands there as like a counterweight to like so it would be a good idea of like throw that weighted bean bags yeah i'll have to get some of them because you could but yeah. i've got these things where i'm going to drill holes in this table so that they can be like in the middle and they can spread out but i'm just figuring out where they need to go so they don't get in the way of the 
cameras at the moment but um what about like a spite like a in the middle of the table and they, they all spike like yeah. a spider arm mm-hmm. so you go one two three four yeah that's what i was i was gonna have them in the middle it's just trying to like keep them from blocking out any like so if one's there it doesn't take that person out of one's oh, shit, there it yeah, doesn't yeah. take out the, the car you know so it's just finding the right band but what well, i will get around to it but um uh making do what we have just now just before we wrap the uh, wrap this up um we mentioned pneumonia earlier right and um sorry what did you say uh, we mentioned pneumonia earlier pneumonia, yeah. um uh one thing that sprung in my head earlier i don't know do you know the actor daniel day lewis Mm-hmm. phenomenal actor right mm-hmm. rarely does movies i think he's only been like in six since 1988 and uh, 1998 rather that's the guy that was in billions right yes and okay. he was also in um there will be blood as the oil baron if you've ever seen that film no i've never seen that it's on movie. netflix well we're from gangs of new york perhaps is bill the butcher mm. he played it's not not um no but well who daniel day lewis yeah yeah, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking because I'd seen that I saw I saw Billions mm-hmm. on the series. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But when he left, it yeah, soured a bit. Didn't like it. He was in Lincoln as well. He's won three Oscars. Mm-hmm. One for My mm-hmm. Two Left Feet. Where, but the, I'll, I'll get to what I was saying. I was watching a video on him the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's a massive method actor. When he was filming Gangs in New York, right? So Gangs in New York is set on a time with the log gangs in new york in the 1800s and um, it's based around a book because scorsese had read the book and was like i need to do a, a film on this right and daniel day lewis was a character called bill the butcher in it um, and during filming he contracted pneumonia which like you said it's brutal right it's a brutal thing he it's horrible. because he's such a method actor for example in a film that he won an oscar for called my two left feet he had to be paralyzed from the neck down or something. So he spent nine months in preparation for this, being like in a wheelchair and limping and, and all this kind of stuff to prepare for that so that he knew, you know, like he wasn't just putting it on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, above the, the, the Call of Duty, if you would say, for most actors would go, but he contracted pneumonia during the film in Gangs in New York. But because the time setting is like the 1800s, at that period of time, yeah. you wouldn't have treatment for pneumonia. Right. So he refused treatment for pneumonia because it didn't fit in with the time setting with the film he was creating and i'm like that is some utter dedication that man is crazy that's balls man. yeah that's balls i mean yeah i mean when you say like how good of an actor he is you're fucking right yeah He's so good F- fantastic because like when i was start watching billions from the first season i think this may be the only thing i've seen him in because I probably maybe have seen him in movies. I just haven't mm-hmm. didn't know who he was at that point. But um, from the first series, I was like, it was him that I was hooked onto. I, mm-hmm. I thought, fucking hell, this guy's cool as fuck. So obviously he's the main character, yeah. and you know he plays this billionaire. He's and he's a stock fucking market and all this shit. And he's unbelievably such a good actor, man. Yeah. Like, and he, I think he was going, he was married to. Um, her that played Polly Gray in Peaky Blinders, Ellie McCraw- McCrory. Mm. I think you. I think they were married. I think. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look up their Wikipedia page. I just know that he's an absolute savage with the method acting. Give me we'll, two seconds. We'll, we'll, we'll get this answer for you. Is the final, the final statement of this episode that was meant to be about ghosts, and we've went everywhere and every anywhere today. Oh no, wrong guy. 
Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> False alarm. I was completely thinking this. This is someone that completely someone else. I know he's on about now. That's yeah. not him. Okay. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll wrap up there because I believe I have shopping coming in ten minutes, so that would right. be unfortunate. <laughs> if the, uh, but pleasure is always speaking to you, dude. And uh, yeah, we'll get. I'll see you probably for the chill sesh cast one year thing that's probably going to be out before even this one is so <laughs> i'll see you before then before after